0: Told love lives on the road. He lost his lady two months ago. Maybe he'll find her. Maybe he won't. Oh, one never knows. And ah, that Corey Day boy, Corey Day. Corey Day, uh, lead vocalist for Dr. Buds Savannah Band, one of the best pure vocal tones in the history of the game. That that is just if you if you have any music training, any music experience where you play an instrument, not a drum machine, not sampling, music theory, music involvement, being in a choir, being in a band. That Corey Day's voice pops out to you in a way that is so undeniable, that is so relatable, and so soothing to the soul. Just, just worth it. Just so, so worth it. So, so worth it. Um, I told you I start these podcasts and my head starts going there. Melodies pop in my head. I let them go and it come out, and that's where we are. This time I gave you the, I gave you the, uh, the answer. I gave you the response of what I'm listening to and what I'm dealing with, which is few and far between. Usually. Usually, I uh, state what's going on. I let you guys try to figure it out and see if you know if you what's in your head is in mine, but not this week, and I let it go. Corey Day, Corey Day, Corey Day. What a voice, what a voice. Goju nation. Hello. We are back. Industry rule number four thousand eighty. My name is Tally. Audio podcast. You know what happens when you get me by myself. You get something qualified, verified, or certified. And today's going to be a potpourri or a jambalaya podcast where I will trip over significant areas and just talk about those things within that arena. But you'll get your three. As you know, you'll get your Q, the Q. You'll get your V. And um, and then you'll get what's certified as well, too. Um, I want to start. By uh, giving um, By thanking some people I want to thank Spence uh, Spence had a great conversation With me that put me in a position Where he has motivated me Put a battery in my back And I'm now going to work on giving these to you Goju Nation on a more consistent basis Hence why we're back to back every week And we'll see if that works But I have also appreciate the responses I've gotten from the past few podcasts From you all that have let me know That I'm in the right direction this is something i should be doing and continue to do so hence we will do such and i thank you guys for that uh so thank you Spence for definitely being a piece of that equation um also want to thank let me break this down to you guys a little bit um in my world i have a crew of female friends uh lifelong friends that we have stood the test of time and we and whether whether in my life recently or been in my life for years we have done some things that speak to the ride or die of a friendship and they've always have been very present to make sure that i am okay and that is why i have that conversation and i call them my female wu-tang clan (laughs) okay and each one of them okay literally each one of them have a name and i've brought it up before so i just want to make sure i say that so when i start speaking wu-tang names you guys aren't thinking about the actual rappers you're thinking about my friends Okay, that are, that are very close to me and look out for me. So we're going to start with Master Killer. Y'all seen Master Killer? Okay, that's Katia. She's one that's definitely been very supportive of me and supportive of what I'm doing to make sure I'm moving forward with. It. And she has given me some love this week that I absolutely just appreciate and embrace. Love me some Katia, especially when we fight. <laughs> um, And then one person that has, has I don't want to say has been out of my life because we've always been in each other's spirit. But... And and, and she's in my soul, is my ghost face killer. And that's Jelena. Uh, Jelena and I reconnect. ah, Reconnect's the wrong word. We have spoken, okay, in the past week or so. And it's just beautiful when you have a person in your life that if you speak to them today or you speak to them two years from now, the respect and the energy and the conversation dynamic is as if y'all speak every single day. And me, me and uh, Ghostface can speak 10 times a day or two times in two years, and it's never a difference. And, um, you know, she's... Um, each. I, I, You know, I I, I always say I have, I, have, I have too many... Not too many, I have enough female friends because if there's any scenario that's in life that needs to be dealt with, I have the Wu-Tang member that will ride or die with me within that situation. But um, I just want to give them an introductory section of just saying I appreciate you guys. I just man, I, I if I don't I gotta say it while you're here. All right. But what are we here for? The Q the Q the Q the Q here is what is qualified Goju Nation. Pay attention. I'ma say some names Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Doja Cat, Glow Rilla, Ice Spice, Saweetie. City Girls, Lotto, Callie, Coi Ray, Bia, Megan Thee Stallion, Amoretta The Great. Just mentioned 13 names of female rappers that are currently in the music space. There's probably a good six that I did not mention, but I mentioned these 13 so you can understand that this Market this field, this arena, this lane has a lot going on. There are a lot of female rappers. Everybody got one. It is Oprah's favorite things. You get a female rapper. You get a female rapper. This thing is a bit much. Now, let's talk about the the the. I don't I just let me just kind of say. Let's talk about what it. Revolves around being a female rapper, especially once some success is attained. Um, as the nurturers, uh, as the as the fairest sex, females like, and uh, and we are fine with it as men, like to look good, smell good, and be pretty, okay, or feel pretty, or feel attractive. Now, what happens in the music business is that. You know, a male rapper could could you know could be could wear sweatshirts and jeans and and, and, and baseball hats and they, they don't have to wear three piece suits every day when they come out the house to be who they are. All right, although they do invest in themselves financially when it comes to their clothing, but but um but for argument's sake, Jay Z, Offset, Nas, Eminem could all come out the house in a pair of jeans and a t shirt. And we will be perfectly fine and not say anything in reference to what they are looking like. Okay. But Lotto, Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, and Cardi B come out the house. Yes, they can come out the house in their jeans, in their their sneakers, and their sweats, and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But nine times out of ten, that is not the case. Because as artists, there's a visual aspect. And this is more, to be very honest with you, that they invest in to put out there to be seen. And to be valued. And that gets expensive. I'll just start right here and say, here's where a lot of money is being spent. How about just hair and nails? We haven't gotten to the clothes yet. Just hair and nails. And them feeling unique about the length of their nails or what their nails look like. This gets expensive. Why am I mentioning this? Because here's the, the small, sharp term. Because that gets very expensive. And for that to be maintained... You need to be in a place and space where you are making very good money if you want to maintain that. And what does very good money stem from if you're a female rapper? Making very good records. So this pomp and visual circumstance eventually has to lead to, where is the hit records? Nicki Minaj, hit records. sustain for a little bit. Cardi B, hit album. Hit singles and appearances. Doja Cat a hit album. GloRilla getting hers. She's arriving. Ice Spice working on hers. Should be arriving. Saweetie had an album. City Girls girl group. Now this one's bigger because you got to put four. I think it's four in the group. You have to make sure all four of them looking the part they want to look. And we haven't had a real good female rap group since Salt and Pepper, if I can remember correctly. So there's a lot that goes into that as well too. Lotto had a great year. Callie has a record out right now that's connecting. Coilera Ray has an album out right now that's connecting along with a big single. Beer, need to hear some more. Megan Thee Stallion's put out two or three albums that have connected to her base. Not necessarily connected to the world. Repeat, not necessarily to the world, but to her base. And Armored the Great, we are standing by for your arrival. Female Rappers... It's gonna be crabs in a barrel in a minute because again, there's only so much airspace. Okay, can't play 13 rappers in a full base of music when there's other artists out there, male groups, uh established artists, classic artists. It becomes a lot. So I just want to make sure I bought that underqualified. That it is qualified. There are a lot of female rappers out there, and for this to maintain, they will have to you will have to be bombarded with a batch of some really good records because. It just can't maintain to have this many. Like I said, there's six I didn't mention and still have this many out there doing their thing like that. And also, like I said, it gets expensive. So we'll see what happens here Goju Nation. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because here's the good stuff. The girl, female rappers, and I'm going to call them girls, Female rappers right now are are killing it. They're doing better than the men, the men counterparts. The men aren't coming with the records the way the females are. They're not. Females are making much, 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 much better material. So that's why I'm bringing this up, and I'm excited about it, because I'm really curious to see what happens for the rest of this year. Uh, Is Nicki coming with an album this year? She should. Is Cardi coming with an album this year? It's been five years. (laughs) All right. Um, um, uh, Is Doja coming with? I, I believe Doja's working on something right now. Um, that's coming out, and we'll see what the other girls do. All right, but um, female rappers. Uh, I really tried to find some good material to share with you, so I can say, guys, pay attention to this, and you know, put your eyes on where this is Goju Nation, so that way you could get some good material. Nothing this week. Nothing this week. Sorry, nothing this week. So quick, quick shift. What is Paul Anka, Buddy Guy? Google Paul Anka, Google Buddy Guy. Uh, Method, Man, and Styles, Peter Locks all have in common. Well, let me give you a couple seconds. They all share the same birthday. Either it's the 29th or it's the 30th of July, but all four of them share the same birthday. So, happy born day to these musical they all have an iconic aspect to what they represent, I guess. Some classic, some legendary, some current, some forthcoming. So, uh, you know, just what... But this is what happens when you have no good music. I gotta share this. Okay, but that's fine. Okay? These artists have done enough to contribute to the music landscape, but they deserve to be, you know, respectfully spoken to on their born day. Happy birthday, gentlemen. All right? But what I also did is I looked around and I said... Yo, what, what's what, You know, I'm curious of, you know, we're moving so fast, you know, songs are shorter because of attention span, less than the records being great. There's other options for entertainment, other options for, for things that fill the void of your time. So I just sometimes I like to revision this, go back and say, remember this? Because, you know, part of your culture is the history of what you've experienced, not so much just what you like, or what you don't like in the moment. So here are five albums on, yeah, well, let me say, I don't know how many albums I have here, but here's what was out five years ago around this time that we were enjoying um, in the music landscape, okay? Uh, Ariana Grande put out her fourth album, Sweetener. Um, She had Max Martin produce her first single. Now, Max Martin goes back to Celine Dion and, and the Backstreet Boys and oh my God, there's somebody that's in my head that I can't remember. I see her, I see her, I see her, I see her, but I don't, I don't have the, I don't have her name right now. Uh, Britney Spears, back then uh, she worked with uh, Christina Aguilera, so he's he's a legend in that sense of in that pop age. He was a mainstay working with all the artists. He worked on her first single, No Tears Left to Cry, which was a smash, smash off the record. Um, her album peaked. Now, sorry, that song peaked at number three on the top 100 on Billboard, and she had a number one album, okay? Her album debuted at number one. No Tears Left, The Cry Was The Smash, and to this date, that album has sold 2 million worldwide. I am curious to how many the single has sold because business dynamic of selling records or streaming now has been the singles sell more than the actual albums. Um, that's just how we use our money nowadays. But Ariana Grande dropped Sweetener five years ago. Also five years ago, watch how time flies, the Black Panther movie soundtrack came out. (laughs) The first single was All The Stars, which was a duet by SZA and Kendrick Lamar. It was Grammy nominated for record and song of the year, peaked at number seven on the Billboard singles chart, and the album to date is close to 2 million sales worldwide. That's a good record. That's a good record. Uh, good project. We all know what that is, but that was five years ago. Just give me a little bit of a thought process of how time moves. Uh, Fifth Harmony refugee who went solo on her own is Camila Cabello. She is very, very cute, by the way. Her debut album, Camella or Camila, okay, correct me team if I'm saying this wrong, Goju Nation, um, had that lead single, Havana. Okay? Yeah, that Havana record was inescapable. Inescapable. That record played for almost a year plus straight. That single itself, and that's why I said how the dynamic is of how the music industry is today. So 18 million units. The single. The single is Diamond Plus by the Recording Industry Association of America. The RIAA. The RIAA are the ones that give out the plaques. They, they quantify, verify, and they give out the plaques. 18 million worldwide on the Havana single. She debuted with the number one album. And just like I said, the dynamic is the single Havana sold 18 million units. Remember that Daddy Yankee remix? That was something. That was something. Okay. Um, no, excuse me. Bad Bunny. Was it the? Uh, uh, I want to say Daddy Yankee, but it may be Bad Bunny. Um, let me look this up while I'm talking. Um, but, and that album had sold 2 million copies worldwide. 18 million singles. Okay. And two million albums. I was right. It's Daddy Yankee. <laughs> it's Daddy Yankee. It's not bad. I just love Bad Buddy, so he's in my head, but it was it was Daddy Yankee. Alright. You know, um also five years ago, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B's debut album came out. Five years ago, and she hasn't made an album since. That's why I'm mentioning, Cardi, you're about due. Don't play around with this status and not make the album. I know you're making singles. You're doing remixes left and right. You're singing very present. I like the record you did with your husband, okay? Jealousy is good, but we need the Cardi B album, okay? You dropped out some singles, but it's time for the album. But revision is history. Bodak Yellow was the lead single, Grammy nominated for Best uh, Rap Performance and Best Rap Song. Bodak Yellow sold over ten million singles, streaming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So she's the first Latino artist to have a diamond RIAA certified single as a Latino artist. God bless her. Okay, so that speaks to her 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 visibility, what she represents. Her album debuted number one. Okay. Uh, her album sold four million copies in the U.S. and four point five worldwide. So the sales are there, which I'm speaking to. It's time for another one. Stop playing with us. But invasion of privacy. Think about this for a second. Camila Cabello. Black Panther soundtrack. Cardi B. All was five years ago. Doesn't seem like it. Goju Nation. Does it? Right. Doesn't seem like it. But that's what it is. Lastly. Um, I'm bringing this up just for cultural purposes on the hip-hop side. Pusha T put out Daytona uh, five years ago. That was his third studio album. More critically acclaimed. Okay, Pusha T has records that play on the radio and records that play on the hip-hop set, but not albums that sell on a major level. Just kind of saying what it is. Although that album was Grammy-nominated for Rap Album of the Year, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that this is the album that had, <coughs> excuse me, that had his beef with Drake when he revealed the story of Adidon or Adidon, which he blew him up and let the world know that he followed a child with a porn star. Um, and that definitely was the beef. And we going back and forth at that time. Um, that's the song that gave the project legs and made people pay attention to it. Didn't know this part though. It debuted at number three on the billboard charts and This is what I mean when I say I'm not sure what's going on. There's not an accurate, I can't find an accurate listing of how many albums this is actually sold. All right? That speaks to like, I don't, I, because if it did sell of a significant number, that number would be someplace. All right? But that number is not easily found, so I can't speak to that. But uh, if you know, you know, you've heard that in a commercial, (laughs) okay, you've heard that other places, Um, that's the, the Daytona album, that's Pusha T and so those five albums all came out five years ago so i did do five look at me look at me here are a couple albums that came out 10 years ago just to let you know again how time has flies nothing was the same from drake came out 10 years ago a decade ago it sold 4.5 copies started from the bottom now we here that's the that's the record that that what came out 10 years ago off that album, man. That was Drake, 4.5. Jesus, Remember that album cover? Where it was a CD. That looked like it was in a CD cover, but there was no more CDs. Okay. Um, that was just when Kanye was in his significant I Make Records. We listen. We purchase because we're into the world of what Kanye represents. That sold 2.2 million. That came out 10 years ago. And also, and my godson will love this. J. Cole came out with Born Sinner 10 years ago. J Cole had an album that came out ten years ago. I'm saying it again. J Cole has an album that came out ten years ago. All right, and that sold two point one million. Okay, uh, so that's just some albums. All right, that to give you some revisionist history, let you know that time is moving, and here's what's here. What was then? Here's something that is now. Okay, uh, Janae Aiko. new baby, new music. Which I actually, I'm not in love with the new single, but I do like it, (laughs) okay? I do like it as a precursor of things to come. So she's doing a good thing as well. She's the closest person to me that uh, reminds me of Corey Day, by the way, okay? Um, Because she has that natural tone. Very, very natural tone. Um, Calm and patient has her original team that she's working with, working on the song, which which I'm fine with. Because it seems that when other people work with Janae Aiko, they tend to take her away from her lane of unique creativity while still making a solid musical piece of work. And her normal team just kind of just knows and understands how she does things and makes it that way. Because that bridge or that small bridge breakdown at the end of Common Patient damn near makes the song for me. Okay. Um, but she seems to be in a good place. Okay, congratulations to her and Big Sean on the new baby. She looks brilliant, she looks radiant. I believe this is her second child. And um I really look forward to a better album. Than Chalumbo from saying the previous album. That album disappointed because one, it was way too many songs. Two, was way too many directions. And three, when she's in her great direction, it's not being respected enough as if that's what she should be doing on a consistent basis. It's almost like recognizing that an artist shouldn't be doing up tempo records because you have them doing mid tempos and they think they're doing the right thing, but they're not. So, Janae I. Eco, I look forward to it. I respect your artistry and I look forward to you doing some good stuff for me. All right. Um, How's that, Goju Nation? Musical jambalaya for the Q, the Q, the Q, the Q. We're moving forward now. In the V, in the V, in the V, in the V, in the V. So you know I make my left turns. Left turns. Goju Nation, I want you to look up Jessica Hook and Caitlin Francis on YouTube. Jessica Hook and Caitlin Francis on YouTube. Take a look at their videos. What you are going to see, and I want you to watch it, is a lot of ping, 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 boom noises. Because these young ladies, excuse me, they are currently doing their thing on the shooting circuit. These girls... And their young girls, young women, know how to shoot shotguns, handguns, and uh, automatic, automatic rifles. Why am I bringing this up? <laughs> because, Goju Nation, I'm not sure if the culture is prepared for when it's survival time. We have a way of speaking a lot and saying what we feel and saying what we think and thinking what we know. And I think we're speaking things into existence, excuse me, speaking things into existence rather than recognizing that we're actually not prepared. So as you look up Jessica Hook and Caitlin Francis, I'm going to share a story with you. There was a point in time that I was not in the best place in space and we all go through ups and downs. And I was sleeping on my boy Gerald Poe's couch. And I'm all very New York with my experiences and what I've been through and what I've dealt with. And I'm really trying to, for lack of a phrase, grow up and find myself in this place and space. So uh, Gerald tells me, he says, We're gonna go, we're going to uh, we're gonna go see Miss Diane, who I miss her, and we're gonna go build a fence. Let me say it a little bit louder. We're gonna go build a fence. I looked at him like he had not three heads, that he had no visible face at all. Like I looked at him like, you must be out of your goddamn mind that we're going to build a fence in the middle of fucking August, <laughs> okay? He says, no, nah, we're going to build a fence. So we go, you know, we don't go to Home Depot, <laughs> all right? But we go to the resident places and we get wiring we get the the bollards and we get the we get the tools and stuff like that. I'm and I'm and I'm gonna embarrass myself because I'm I've come from this to know that I am okay now. And um, he put a tool in my hand called a sawzall and said, I need you to cut this and trim this down and cut this and that type of thing. And I remember asking him I said, Gerald, what is a sawzall? And he looked at me and he says, a tool that saws all. And I felt so stupid. And that was my first introduction to me recognizing that from a survival standpoint, I got to get prepared. There's basic stuff that I don't even know. I can do this podcast all day and give you 20 pieces of information. But if it actually came down to it and something had to be done, am I prepared to do it and know what to do? And that's why I actually look up Jessica Hook and Clayton Francis. Now, I got that fence done, okay? And it put me in an emotional place in space. Why, why I shed tears? Because of accomplishment of what I've learned to do. And say, look what I'm capable of doing more so than running my mouth. But it's put me in a place so I can transform this information I've garnered and feed it to you, Goju Nation, and say, you need to be prepared when it's time to survive because in the New York City area, when Hurricane Sandy happened, the city was two days away from not the movie, the real-life version of The Purge because there was no gas, there was no way into the city, there was food was diminished, and people were getting very impatient. And just before it got to the point of where people were going to go out in the streets and that crazy, food came in and gas came in. But we were right there, which spoke to being prepared. Second thing that happened, and I'm just going to give you a close your eyes and visual. Look how empty those streets were through COVID. Wasn't nobody delivering stuff there? Okay. It wasn't coming into the city. People moved out of the city. Moved up to the suburbs. It says, I can't live in the city. I'm trapped here if something goes wrong. There were articles in the paper of rats eating rats because there was nothing to eat. No food in the city. People stuck in their homes. Streets empty. So what do you do in those circumstances? Second story I want to share with you. I am a... I, I I, understand the world of firearms. That's the best. I'll say that in a way to make a couple people laugh. And I remember going to a gun show. And what I saw as I was entering the car, the, excuse me, the gun show. And I may have arrived at, say, 11 o'clock. Is I saw groups of people with pallets, pallets stocked up two and a half feet high of ammunition Go into their car. They wasn't even going to the gun show to look at guns. They went to the gun show simply to load up on ammunition just in case of an emergency. Let me say that again, Goju Nation, because that's a phrase that that's probably the first time you've ever even heard that being said. If you're in, in or on my excuse me, in, on and around my world, they were moving out pallets of ammunition. So what does that say? They already have their firearms for their home safety and to protect their family. They're just loading up on ammunition. Whereas, I'm going to say this out loud, and I know it's not going to be popular. So while we're buying Yeezys and big screen TVs and liking the shop and calling ourselves travelers and I want to go see the world, there are people that are preparing to make sure that their world that currently exists is totally taken care of and protected. So I'm showing you things and telling you things that you need to hear and understand because nobody else will tell you. Or it's out there for you to see, but you're not drawn to know to go look at it because of the other pretty things that are out there to look at. We got to get prepared, Goju Nation. We have to get survival preparedness. If I'm using the words properly, We can't use our mouth and talk our way out of everything. We have to have the skills and the tools to know what's going on, okay? Let me tell you how the world prepares us. Before 9-11, okay, and before COVID, we had disaster movies. What those are done, I don't, if you look at the, if you watch a movie to the end credits, and maybe with a Marvel movie, you'll do that. You'll be exposed to small information that lets you know that, watch this, that the government approved the making of this film. Because, for example, there's things you put in the film, you have to make sure that it doesn't, I want to say scare the public like a horror movie, but it doesn't disrupt the public's well-being of seeing things as they are. So when we have global warming and stuff like that, there are movies that are put out to prepare you visually, subconsciously, so you're not sort of shock valued. Of these things happening. You don't say oh my god what's going on here. So when the movie The Day After Tomorrow comes out. And it speaks to global warming. It subconsciously prepares you. So that when you find out it's snowing in Texas. You don't say what the hell. You kind of say oh wow. But you're kind of eased into the situation. When there's movies like Twister. That speak to tornadoes. In areas they shouldn't be in. It prepares you. For weather disasters because there are movies that I've shown you that can be weather disasters. This is not done without a reason. So you can see what this is. Last example. When you see movies like Outbreak that came out in 1995 that speak about chemical disease, it preps you for when COVID happens. Because there's a movie that shows you how crazy it can get if not prepared. And that's what happened during COVID. And that's why we're here to talk about survival and talk about preparedness. Okay? The ability to perceive and comprehend one's surroundings in order to make informed decisions and take appropriate actions. Situational awareness involves being alert and understanding potential hazards, risks, and threats in a given environment. It includes being aware of one's own actions and behaviors as well as the actions of others and being able to quickly assess and respond to any potential dangers or emergencies. That is something that we're going to work on. I could do survival for 10 shows completely in every area. I'm bringing this up so you could be in a position to be prepared for yourself and what's coming. So we're starting with looking up Jessica Hook and Caitlin Francis so you can see how other people are getting prepared and saying to yourself, I think I need to be prepared. So we can have big plans and not big mouths. So survival skills could be normal practice. So you can understand that, you know, walking around in sandals all day because the weather's nice is cute but it's not situationally aware if something happens what would you need if you had to start over let's 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 say let's say covid did the snap like thanos you so had to start over what would you need if you had to start over completely what tools do that does that contain do you know what the essential needs are to survive like if like like if there was nothing here on Earth, there was no houses, no 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 buildings, no stores. Okay, if it was strictly wilderness, do you know what the essential needs are to survive and build? Do you know what that is? Do you have them? Do you know where to get them? See, I paused because I've been taking a lot of time to get this out because this is this is significant to me. Those who are around me. OK, and I'm just going to say this one phrase and I'll tell you what it is, because we'll get to it. Because I think today is just I just want to prep you for the conversation. So when I go into it and speak about certain significant things, you you kind of you kind of uh, uh, have been walk through this a little bit. OK, anybody that comes around me, know that there's a bag that I have and that bag goes everywhere. <laughs> OK. Watch how simple that thought process is, because within that bag is what you need. To survive in case something happens. So the bag goes everywhere. I have it at all times. I treat it like 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 it like 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 a firearm. I treat it like a fur coat. Okay? It gets preferential treatment because of such. Goju Nation, I'm gonna let you breathe at that point, because I did a pole going around these things. Moving forward is gonna be pointed conversation about individual aspects of this that you need to be aware of and pay attention to to help you be situationally aware and prepared for survival. I'm not trying to give you an Armageddon thought process. I'm just trying to widen your blinders so when you see something, you know what to do. If something happens, you're not making a phone call. You're actually part of the solution. The V, the V, the V, the V. All right, go, Nation. Let's wrap this up in the bow and speak about some personal things that are happened with me. So that's the C, the C, the C, the C. We'll call that. I'll, I'll probably do a visual of this as well too, and pop this up. But here's my random thoughts. Have you heard that word in a while? Well, if you stuck with me, you know what my random thoughts are. So, I'll bounce these out. I'll sit a little bit of sound, let you think about it, and then you can comment and let me know what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you see here. Okay? So, here is what my first random thought is under certified. It is certified that the internet is now becoming a pain in the ass to garner information because everywhere you go and everything you research, there are ads. In, on, and around the circumstance. And you cannot get directly to your information without directly having to navigate a minefield of advertisements. It is a pain. It is torturous. It makes it hard to find the real information. You can't, you used to be able to Google Yankee tickets. Now if you Google sports tickets, there are 10 different sites that pop up in, on, and around the topic not direct information around the topic of gathering tickets. And they want to have discussions about it. They want to give you information about it. That's not directly to what you want. You just want to say, I need a ticket site to purchase tickets. You will get an article about what ticket purchasing is like, what ticket purchase is like online, what it has been since COVID, how much tickets are going up in price, 60 minutes links. You'll get everything but the direct thing you want. And it's laden with excuse me laden with advertisements so here's the first thing and watch this guys i'm trying to help you out here pay attention okay spoke to telly about this okay and telly will be a tool that you can use to help you get through this okay i'll say these words today the hive telly memorize it burn into your brain because artificial intelligence at minimum replace the internet over time to two things the advertising annoyments will go away because you'll simply ask a question ask a question and it will simply give you the answer and it will give you more than just the answer it will give you the viable resource you need to deal with making your answer come to fruition and you will not have to go through a minefield of advertisements. That's number one. Number two is a derivative of what I just said, where you will ask AI an actual question and it will simply give you the answer. For example, Telly, Telly, what are the top 10 vacation locations? Wow, that sounds crazy. What are the top 10, yeah, vacation locations? In the past five years, you simply get a list. Then you say, hey, Telly, how can I book vacations at these locations? It will give you the four places, five places, 10 places to go and say, you can book Greece through here. If it's a top 10 destination, you can book Costa Rica through here. You simply get the information. And that ease of use will become invaluable. Invaluable. So I'm saying it out loud. First random thought. Second random thought. Watch when I say this, you want to say, Oh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, you're right. Milk caught an alert. For those that are older, or you know, there used to be a point in time where when children were missing. Or situations where they put them on the back of a milk carton as a way to put it out there for people to see that somebody's being looked for. Because you could put the milk cartons in, you know, in the stores and stuff like that. So it was was an advertising tool to find people who were missing. But I got a milk carton alert that's going to make you say, well, you know what? You're right. Where is Versus? Where is Versus? What happened? The phenomenon of us having culture being reinvented through competitional competitional (laughs) through competition showcases of artists performing their songs in their catalog. Where is it? I'm not seeing any articles, I'm not seeing any advertising, I'm not seeing any shows, I'm not seeing any types of you know promotions, happiness. I'm just curious. I'm not questioning it I'm not criticizing it I actually have a relationship with one of the I have had okay and know one of the guys that actually are a part of that show but I'm just saying where is it I think that's enough you can you can put it together from there so that's number two last thing for me then I'm, I'm gonna take you out and take you home goju nation is. You know, one of the things I've learned about doing these podcasts and doing Industry Rule Number 4080 is I'm learning so much about me. I didn't think I thought I would be feeding you guys intel and information about the world. I'm learning so much about me. And you know why I'm learning so much about me? Because I have everybody telling me about me and how I should use this platform. I appreciate all the intel and input and and the conversation that I am getting. But I'm okay. If you have an issue with the podcast, do two things. Not listen or create your own. But you're teaching me so much about myself and how I feel about what I'm doing and what life in details and what is important because I've never had so many people talk to me about me in reference to me. Must be because I have a vehicle that, thank you, Goju Nation, is garnering some attention and growing some legs. Hey, public service announcement. I let people do what they do. I have friends that have disappeared on me, have changed their lifestyles, have spent their money on situations and people. All things that we may have had conversations where I may have said, man, I want to do that. Yeah, you may want to do it this way. And I'm not, I know this part is a thousand percent certified. Each time they have done it, I have never judged them or critiqued them or say you fucked up. I've always said, all right, that's your decision. It's your life. You okay? Maybe you need some I can supply. And I just wish you the best to move forward. I would love to get that same energy back. But like I said, I'm learning so much about myself because I have a lot of people telling me about me and how I should be doing the me version of me within industry rule number four thousand eighty. It is amazingly fascinating. All right? Uh, you know, life is like assholes. Everybody has one. Um, but I, but but as you can hear in my voice, there's a smile. Behind this. Part of this is you learning that I'm a little bit sarcastic and the words probably not a little bit. <laughs> all right. But it's more of it's more of fascinating how when when they when you're moving a car in a certain direction, people want to get in the car and see where you're going. But if the car is not moving in any direction, people walk past you as if the car doesn't exist. I'll stop it there, Goju Nation. I appreciate you in so many ways. At Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, IG. Uh, tune in as an app where you can find the podcast. Uh, Podbeam, where you can find the podcast. Odyssey, where you can find the podcast. Apple, where you can find the podcast. We're closing in on season three which means you'll see the visual part of me again and we'll get that done. All blessings. And remember, God from Jungle, darkness and light cannot coexist. So if you choose to be one, choose to be the light. I'm Towdy. I'll talk to you all soon. Take care.